0: Welcome to Kinship, where church sisters who share our discussions so that you're encouraged to deepen relationships in your local church. Hi, I'm Francis, and I'm here with Alyssa, Bethany, Pam, and we have a guest speaker, Linda Park. Woohoo! And you might recognize that name and that voice because we had her on for another episode. Foster though. Yes foster is
1: that what we called it no no one knows called
0: like loving oh loving the needy no something like that it wasn't like specific yeah something loving anyways check it out if you didn't have a chance to listen to it yet. it was super encouraging we loved it anyways before we start i have a question for you ladies when was the last time you cried tears of joy or tears of sadness. Bethany. Oh, I'm the worst person to start. Why? Why is that? Because I don't remember. Because?
2: Oh, you <laughs> want me to tell everyone that I never cry? Yes. Except when I'm stressed about like school, something stupid. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I cry. And it's yeah.
0: It's sometimes it's sad because we all cry around her and she just stares at us. Like,
2: I can't mm-hmm. cry. I know,
0: I know, I know. But
2: and I thought maybe when I got pregnant, I would. <laughs> but I st- I don't remember the last time I've cried.
0: There that is.
2: I maybe get a little like,
0: yeah. Teary. And then it goes back in. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> All right. So, okay, Bethany. Now, Alyssa.
3: Um, my, I cry a lot. So, I'll show a happy tear okay. moment. Um, it was actually the moment we found out we would be um, getting a baby to foster. Mm-hmm. And so, yes. I was at work and then I went to my colleague and I just cried in front of her because they were going to drop him off in three hours.
4: So, I was really, Damn. really happy.
3: Aww. Oh. Are you crying now? No, I'm oh. not crying. It just makes me very happy <laughs> talking <you>? about it.
4: <laughs> Pam. That was also the last time I happy cried was when I found out Alyssa was going to get a baby. Aww. Aww. Oh, Pam, when was the last time
2: you cried?
4: They're egging it on because I cried before we recorded. And it's
1: basically on this topic. So let's pray no tears. Okay,
2: Linda. Tears.
1: October 12th, Adoption Day. The first and probably only time up to now that I've had p- happy tears. Mm. Oh, really? The yeah. only time? Yeah. I can't really remember having happy tears before that. And I, I told Ruby, I said, like, I'm not going to cry that day. And then I was like, oh, oh. mess. Express.
3: Everyone was that crying. That was the last time I cried before Oh yeah, was watching was that day. There yeah, was. No- I dare you to watch the
1: video and not cry. So yeah,
0: everyone was crying. <laughs> Did not cry, <Dude>. oh, Bethany? Bethany <laughs> will not
2: cry. Oh, but I shared man, it with Bethany. everyone because I loved it so much. Okay, then so,
0: that counts. See, I loved yeah, it. I, yeah, you cried inside. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, last time I cried happy tears was today. It was really funny and it hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> no way yeah oh, it was so weird so we're at vbs i'm taking my kids to vbs this whole week and it's one of the songs and like the songs are cheesy and they're they're still cute songs but they're cheesy they're for dancing for the kids you know on stage for them to mimic what the leader's doing and one of the songs just hit me and i'm like why why is this song hitting me it was just really a, i don't know maybe just that moment i guess i don't know what i was feeling for another one of sister the VBS songs yeah it was a vbs song I don't know I don't even know the name of it but it was just like oh man this is so good and then I just started so like kids singing No uh you know what it might be it might be kids singing All right so tonight we are talking about public school we already did an episode on homeschooling and we didn't have someone who is actually in the public school sending their children to public school so That's why we have our sister here, Linda, who sends her kids to public school and she works in the public school system. So I thought she'd be a good person. Double whammy. Yeah, there you go. To talk to. So first question
2: wait linda first give like a little history like how long have you worked in the public school Mm. and then just briefly your kids okay like what's their history
1: i finished my 14th year of teaching this past year you survived i survived thank the lord 180 days (laughs) i love my job but we count down and then my oldest is going to enter third grade my middle is going to enter kindergarten she did a year of tk last year and then my youngest is in preschool she is four years old
2: And they're, which ones
1: are at your schools? The older two. My youngest had the option of coming to our school and we opted to keep her where she is for one more year. And then um, it's a, it's a Korean speaking preschool. So we thought it'd be the best for her for one more year and it's a private school. So I feel like I shouldn't be like pro, you know, public school if she's kept in a private school, but for her, that's just the good fit for her
2: and your husband's
1: yeah he's gonna go into secondary teaching so i teach elementary level so i have a multiple subject credential and i can teach k through six but i've taught the younger grades longer so um i think nine years of first grade and then a couple years in kindergarten
0: there's just like a family of teachers yeah i know
1: and then my husband is doing um Social science. Yeah, just a bunch of teachers here.
0: All right, so Linda, are you forced to do public school due to you working full-time? Or then
2: the follow-up is like, would you choose to public school if you could stay at home?
1: At this moment, I would not choose to homeschool even if I had the financial means to keep them at home and homeschool. I would continue to send them to public school, but you could play this back for me in like a year and I (laughs) could be in a different place. But for us right now, it does work. Mm -hmm. And I think when I share this, I come from a different lens and I I was telling the ladies here, I don't know if I'm the best person to share this because I teach where my kids go to school. They're not zoned for my district, but um, I have a permit. So we're out of our home district for them to come to my school. So for me, I'm public school now um, with me at that school. Mm -hmm. I know everyone doesn't have that luxury, but I do have that beautiful benefit. Yeah. Would you
2: still do public school if you weren't in your kids'
1: school? I would hope to say yes. Because even my youngest, she goes to a a preschool that I don't get to select the teacher. And with my older ones, too, it's really up to the principal. But, you know, he's nice enough to allow me to choose. But I would say even if I didn't have the choice, I would still send my kids to public school teachers that I choose for my kids or ask for my kids to be in that class. They're not Christian, not all of them. But I agree with their philosophy of teaching. And I know that they will make adjustments for my children who have different special needs, um, not educational IEPs, but emotional needs that I know they will be understanding and make adjustments to their assignments. So Mariah, is, so second grade social science California standard is that you have to know a timeline. So it doesn't specifically say a timeline for yourself, but that's what a lot of the teachers have them do create a timeline from birth to age age whatever second grade for my child she can't do that because we have no pictures or I don't have any milestones and so the teacher was nice enough to email me and say hey this is something that your child will have to create and I know she's gonna have a hard time what can we do to work together for her to still hit the same standard and a teacher like that is I think so important that's willing to consider my child and makes me want to be a better teacher and open communication with her to be like, look, I don't have anything. There's just no way my kid will like fake it and be like, she's fine. But I know in the long run, it's going to really affect her. So the teacher changed the entire assignment for all the kids in our class for it to be a 13 month timeline. So from the day she moved in, to the day wow i'm getting teary-eyed i say i don't cry a lot but that's making me teary-eyed because that's what a good teacher does and um, that's not because she's a christian teacher but because as a teacher you want to provide the best experience for your students she just considered you guys yeah. and loved you guys mm-hmm and yes we don't agree on certain topics i'm sure but for her to love my child in that way it was very nice and special
3: yeah just to piggyback on that i think well for me i don't have a kid ready to go to school yet but i am 100 percent for public school i think it's majorly due to me having a very positive public school experience and so to add on that to the teacher experience, I'm very close with a lot of my teachers to this day. My middle school teacher gave me bottles and clothes for the baby. Wow. And I didn't know that. It was just insane. They reach out and email me. I I live close to my fourth grade teacher, and when she wow. walks, I see her. Um, and then my high school teachers, we text still. So I think like their investment. Only Alyssa. I know. Who, really who else would do that? I don't even Alyssa. remember my teachers. I don't know. Like I think I remember all of their investment. I know everyone might name i know their investment in my life made a difference they cared about me they cared about who i married and my friends and um, like my future kids so their input and value to my life like made me feel special and i wasn't just in there for the the year i was in gonna be in their lives and so i love that teacher um, and I and, and me connection and at the same time I also think I would send my kids to public school because I think maybe it's just me but these teachers were educated and equipped and given the tools and just know a lot of things to teach my child better than I can I feel um and maybe that could change and I could be discipled to be a teacher but I just think that teachers are great I think they come up with brilliant things specific for each child and to love and care for them and to provide the best education specific for the subject. And so that's what I
1: love about public school, partially. Yeah. I mean, can that lead into like a little bit of a pros and cons? And like hearing that story makes me want to be a better teacher. Honestly, that just makes me want to have that positive experience with each child but realistically in my classroom with the class size of up to 27 some years when I teach first grade, it's hard to have that experience, you know? So yes, I'm public school, but yes, sometimes it might not work for your family. So case in point, my best friend Ruby's kids are super shy and quiet. So they would never raise their hand in class. They would never get like picked on. Like if the teacher said anybody, you have the answer, they would never raise their hand. And so for the teacher to check for understanding for them, it's a little different, a little bit more difficult. So for her, like I just look at all her beautiful kids and just think maybe that's not the best setting for them. Um, Because as a teacher, it's hard to make those connections that Alyssa talks about with so many kids. There's a lot of bodies in there. And then year after year, just rotation. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, for the ones that I do have those close relationships with, it's like no one really remembers their first grade teacher, but it's these young moms these young moms who ask for advice email you know still hug me their kids are now in high school and they're coming to find me to hug me and say we you know loved you and you know they were a first grader and i haven't had that experience yet but when they have these kids that i've had will have their kids that come to my school i'm sure it'd be a very odd experience but It could be a little bit of both, you know, they can get lost in the system where it's like, you never, there's quiet kids in my class that I, at the end of the day thought, oh my gosh, I didn't even say hi to them. So I feel like Alyssa's personality is that, that she would make friends with teachers. And I think that's wonderful, but it doesn't always happen.
0: And we did have an episode on homeschooling where we did talk, hash that out, like that idea that you're saying, like being a teacher and for your kids. So, I mean, if you didn't listen to it, I encourage you guys to listen to it. Those two that listen to our (laughs) podcast
1: it's always two it's only one now because i'm talking that's true (laughs) let's try so that one
0: person uh yeah anyways i did want to ask this what are some misconceptions about public school i mean i talk to moms i talk to a lot of homeschool moms and um sometimes not all the time not all homeschool moms but sometimes it could be driven by fear of wanting to homeschool and so I try to speak into that a little bit because I mean I don't think obviously biblically we shouldn't be doing things out of fear but it should be well thought out seeking wisdom really trying to take God's word into consideration but I feel with the public school it's looked down on because of various issues some I mean I think you would agree some make sense And then others are like, well, I don't know. I feel like you could navigate through that. What are some misconceptions that? Yeah, I agree with you.
1: I feel like fear should not drive you to do anything. I mean, that's not good for your family or your kids. There are topics and issues that I know that right now are really hot topics that put death fear in parents. Trans community and transitioning And also the sex education that this groups of moms are and dads actually are very, very scared. I would say number one way to help in that situation. And I mean, is number one, know what's being taught at your school that you're zoned for or the public school you're at. I don't leave any of that stuff only to the teacher. So at home, it's a lot of reteaching and having discussions. And personally for us, we have issues where we you know, one of our staff members is transitioning and it's, you know, just to not share too much, but that's a topic that I didn't think I wanted to have (laughs) this early in her life, but it's something that we have to discuss. And I feel like it's a good way of discussing too, because now she knows this person and it can have a more accurate picture of how you love this person through this. And you have to pray so much that, you know, when you send them off for eight hours that they're around people who, you know are guiding them so get really involved and see Um, you can also have concerns just contact the teacher i think opening up communication with the teacher is helpful and there's times where my kid will come home even with my coworker, and say she said this to me and then i can then just clarify and then once the teacher clarifies i'm like oh of course i'm asking like a seven-year-old to relay information back to me it's not that easy. So always just making sure that open communication with the teachers. And another thing I think people are afraid of is like my kids gonna be exposed to things too early and these kids are bad influence. I joked with Johnny, I texted him that I might as well homeschool our kids because they're playing songs over the speaker. And everyone's dancing and they knew the dance move. MRS she looked at me and she just like shrugged her shoulders because she's never heard this song in her life (laughs) because all we listen to is hymns and show tunes so like it doesn't matter what they're supposed to at school and then she comes home and sings it that's fine you can sing it and then then I could play it for you and then we have discussions and then there's certain songs that I do play and I'm like did you hear that that's why I don't play it for you because they said they grabbed your booty oh my god (laughs) you know so i feel like having those conversations and like not worrying too much because it's really at home what you're building and if she's able to go back to school and be like oh i don't want to sing along with you because i don't feel comfortable saying i grabbed your booty then i feel like you know as a parent i feel very proud of that you know so
2: with the going up based off parenting out of fear with the whole gender and the whole sex education because that's been a huge thing and then there's these I don't know where it is, but they say that you can't even, parents now don't even have a say of pulling their kids out of sex education. Like you don't even know when it's going to be. It's not called sex education. It's health. That's why it's called, it's called health now. Okay. Would you, do you think there's ever a legitimate time where you would say, okay, I want to put my, like, is there a legitimate reason to not want to put your child in that? But if it's not out of fear, you know what I mean? But it's just like, for the good of your child or do you think it's always beneficial like where's the line
1: for that and i feel like having been taught information in health class is important i come from a really conservative my mom did not let me go to the sex ed class in fourth grade or in seventh grade so i was that weird kid that i'd be like i'm sorry my mom's not letting me you know, I could have easily forged her signature, but I was too scared to do that too. So <laughs> so I mean, it's possible now where it's like, you can just say, okay, you know, you're not going to go to school on certain days. And, and then, but I just feel like you have to know what, what they're teaching. You can't just assume health class is always going to be scary. You don't know that. Health class, they literally teach health in some health classes. Some classes, like the Planned Parenthood classes, I know that Orange County is starting them. Is a little bit more thorough, and that's in middle school. So when we hit middle school, maybe public school ain't the thing for us. But um, I feel like knowing what is important, like what is being taught, is very important. So I would suggest to families: okay, so communicate with the teacher, um, volunteer so you're in there and you're part of the school community, so they don't think you're like just this crazy mom that's paranoid or dad. Sorry, dads, mm-hmm. you're listening. <laughs> um, also, is you can even look up California standards are online. Just Google. It's called Common Core Standards by grade level. They have new science standards called NGSS. So you can look that up. It's called New Generation Science Standards and then kind of see what they're doing. So that even when you are having conversations with your kid, it's not like, how was your day today? Tell me a reason why. You can be like, look, it says that you learned about, you know, refraction. Is that the word refraction? Like, tell me more about it. Or in health, you should have learned about. Your menstruation. What did they tell you? You know, having those very specific conversation, I think, will be helpful. And then I know that with homeschool, you don't have to worry about like reteaching it and then like backtracking. Like they learned more about it, and then now have to be like, no, that's not right. But um, for us, it's been okay. Where our girls have been like, I learned this, and then you say, no, that's not really what we believe, and you know, the Bible says this. Our girls have been like, okay. I believe my mom and dad and maybe they have an inner struggle eventually but don't we all just have that struggle homeschool kids or not you know does that help answer the question as I ramble
4: well because you were talking about the music thing and how they were like oh well if it's bad music then I'll just not dance to it or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then thinking back to my childhood I was like a chameleon so if I was with my parents or with like a church figure I was like Sunday best like just people like as biblical as possible and then when I was with my friends I was just like a different person I would like I think like fourth grade was the first time I started cussing it was just like a whole different world for me so I guess how would you encourage me and other moms or parents to ask the right questions or like try to sift out the sin in your kids hearts as early as
1: possible I think that's not specifically to just public school kids too so maybe other moms can join in to answer that um i don't know let me think about that let me not just blurt out an answer because
4: francis talked about it earlier and you were saying that because you guys homeschool you get to see like the nitty the nitty-gritty about um your kids what you see them like at their worst at their best because you're with them all the time so i'm just wondering like as a public school mom you don't see your kids all day
1: yeah and i wouldn't know either if my kid is like that right now Um, eventually, I know with puberty or even being a tween is going to change that a lot. I feel like right now we're setting the foundation right now too to discuss like, is there sin in your life that you want to confess? And, you know, I'm trying to model that. I mean, my husband's probably listening to this and laughing at me. But I'm trying. I'm trying to model it, you know, and... You're modeling vulnerability right now. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Um, But also like for my kids who just a little bit background they've only been with me for two years so they're now nine five and four so they've lived a majority of their life without us well for my oldest and um, they've been exposed to so much so much more than like a normal public school kid and so um just having conversations with them is just it's already a win in one sense from what they
0: already mm-hmm. had
1: so they could kind of see a stark difference of but also kind of making sure that they know that just because you're good and you don't say a bad word or because i don't hit you or because i don't do drugs doesn't mean i'm saved so you know having those conversations has helped um i don't know my i'm only been with them for two years i mean two years is not very long but we're, we're trying and you know,
0: what? I don't know. Maybe I'll answer that in three years when is cursing. It's great. right. I mean, everything you're talking about is very much discipleship. Like that's really what you guys are doing. I know with, with my kids, because they're homeschooled, sometimes when they go out with other kids that are even sometimes homeschooled and they're pretty bad as far as like, you know, being worldly, cussing and all that. And my kids will come home and be like, like this kid said this, you know, and we'll talk about it. But I mean, it seems like conversation is a big deal in the home, whether you do it on the front end of, you know, something that is uh, against the scripture or something or on the back end, like when you find out and then addressing it. So I feel like I'm in a weird spot,
1: too, because because they were adopted I have to I know there's a need to invest so much more right now so I feel like maybe your parenting might be a little different because now they're independent playing and they might play on their own my time with them at home is predominantly together so I mean to get a break right now is like hallelujah because it's really hard even for a nine-year-old who's been through so much to do that and so like I said before from 4:30 to like eight we're on like we're constantly with them we're constantly talking to them um you know it's you know we're exhausted so there's d- days we don't play with them but like that's what we try to do just be there and because they spent so many hours away from us we try to spend that time together so like I, I don't know if homeschool you do the like schooling in the morning but if you were trying to like cram in how much you Actually, spend time with them next to each other. I hope it might be equal because my kids are like go outside and play is not really an option right now. It's we're playing together. I'm constantly next to them and talking with them, trying to engage them. Yeah, not Mm. only because like I'm like gonna be overbearing mom because I don't get to see you for hours. It's just they're not there developmentally to do that. So I don't know. Does that help answer any of your questions? Yeah,
2: this might be like backtracking. But you talked, Alyssa, about why you like public school. But do we ever say what the pros are? Like what you think are the good things about public school? I mean, a lot of it is interwoven yeah, into the conversation. But yeah, I, but you I, was, I can't
1: I've pinpoint like, exactly what are some great reasons why it's free. Mm-hmm. Does that count? Pam? Yeah. Hey, can I get an amen for that <laughs> yeah. one? Also, I think... I'm coming from a unique situation where my kids don't go to school or zoned, where like their neighbor doesn't go to the same school as us. If you are in a normal school setting and public school parent, that is a great way to meet families. Your kids go to school together. They walk together. You know, they may have the same teachers. You're waiting at the carpool line together. There's different, you know, ways to meet people there. Um, I don't have that experience a little different for us, but um, that's one of the pros. I think Alyssa mentioned to me not on the microphone but that she thinks that's another great reason it introduces you to a lot of other people
3: yeah so for me um i loved it because i got to meet a lot of different people but they're all within 10 minutes and so literally my best friends from when i was in first grade we would carpool together we start at the top pick up this person this person this person all the way just five minutes down the hill so i think you get to meet people of all different backgrounds ethnicities um economic situations and um, it's a way, I think, for us to get to know our neighbors and our community, um, do things within the city together, um, celebrations, park activities. Um, and also, it, for me, I was, believe it or not, I was a very, very, very introverted kid when I was four years old. And as soon as they put me in dance and in public school, it helped me learn how to communicate in very uncomfortable situations. I literally would wake up and be like, I don't have any friends, and I don't have any um, one to talk to. My dad's like, it's okay. you know. And as soon as I... <laughs> Walked in very you know slowly with my backpack rolling backpack rolling backpack, <laughs> yes. oh yeah, um, and Who's it is home schooled now, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just opened me up, and then you just develop great networks and circles right then and there and um and it's also a way for my parents to get to know these kids' parents um throughout different years, and now my mom and dad are great friends with my friends' parents, and so I think there's lots of opportunities for me. I'm thinking as I think through it um, to get to know my kids' parents. And then my mom would do things like girls' rule clubs where she would invite all the friends in my classroom over in the garage and we would do like arts and crafts. And that that would be a way to get to know other people. So I think there's just ways public schools is an easy access to a bunch of people in your city and you get to love them that way.
0: These are two questions that are somewhat related so how can the local church encourage or love parents who choose public school and i guess i'll say the second one too how can the local church help encourage and love disciple your kids in particular
1: well i feel like it could go either way the same way you would love and encourage a homeschool family um we just you just have to understand we don't have the freedom of like a homeschool family so we have to be somewhere at eight so that means our nighttime routines are pretty solid in place so that The next morning you have to be up at 645 and we all just rush
0: out. Um, So, you know, just understanding that and, you know, if you, okay, that is huge because as a homeschool parent and I, I have other friends, like that is the most exhausting thing to do when we have to do it. And that's something that we always say when we're together, like, man, if we had to wake up that early every day, we'd be dead. That's pretty much the only reason I think my oldest wants to be homeschooled. (laughs) I don't want
1: to wake up with her. She's usually fine in the morning, but it's, we don't have that freedom. And just to understand that, you know, my family has been trying to do evening services, but it just makes life so difficult when you have to be somewhere till late and, you know, and then for us to be encouraged to have like people over and stuff, which we try, but I feel like we fail in that and people make me feel like I need to do it more when it's really hard. It's really hard to have like, you know, your church family over and or go somewhere when you don't live like
0: really close to the church family. And so question of that, because obviously having people over you cooking and doing all that, what if and you could speak for yourself, but what if church family brought food to you guys and said like, hey, like we want to bless you. We understand that It's hard because you have like three hours with your family, basically.
1: But then it's also then it's like a drop in, like you eat an hour and then then you're out, you know, which feels rushed. And I don't want that either. Like I want genuine time, you know, so which is the summer break time, you know, which I have the luxury of having. But also it's those moments are also for like I didn't spend any time with my kids. You know, I am sorry, but five to three is like my family time. That's we eat dinner together. I don't want to be talking with them a lot, but Hey, I have to. So we chat about the day and we talk about different things and I share about my day. And, um, just so you can understand that we have to be somewhere in the morning. Um, I know that that's like the beauty of homeschool. So I, you know, I know I'm missing out on that. Um, but I think it gets them ready because in college you're going to have to, you know, and, when you get a job, you, <laughs> you got to wake up early. I'm sorry, you got to go to your job mm-hmm. on time.
2: One of my students, in fact, like last week too, like this is multiple times. She's just like,
0: oh, I hate waking up. Like when I work with her, like it's just a really big deal to her. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I said the second question to that, but um, I still want to go back to it. How can the local church help and encourage and love and disciple your kids who are not homeschooled?
1: I don't know. Maybe because our close friends are all homeschoolers. I feel like my kids are outnumbered. And they feel like they're missing out. And I can feel it. And I know that they say certain things. And I'm like, sorry, but I have to work. But I also kind of want you to go to school. It's kind of like a, it's gotten better. I mean, I haven't heard any complaints from our oldest. Um, But one other thing is because homeschoolers can have like family day. Like we don't have the beauty of having that, you know. So even on weekends, just like we want to spend it with our kids, you know. And so that's like another, that's not answering your question no not at all <laughs> whatever you're okay. just talking um, <laughs> understanding of our family situation like i don't i want to i want like everyone in this room which is kind of split like there's five of us right two pr- pro homeschool and then pro, and then pam is pam doesn't know what she was <laughs> she is right, so, in right in the middle Always in the middle oh um, she's a side <laughs> i just feel like everyone needs to know that no right way is like the only way you know like i don't want to feel like i'm guilty than, yeah because yeah. i send them to public school that doesn't mean that i maybe kind of like chiming in again about how much time i spend my kids the responsibility of the discipleship and teaching of god's word and praying does not fall on their teacher i know that 100 percent. that's why i would never send them pri- private christian school either because i don't think it falls on another person also the education part Alyssa, you're going to have to get well-versed in teaching too, because when they come home, you're doing teaching, you know, you're reviewing I'm just jutting that like new math stuff that yeah. I yeah. honestly
3: can't, which I think it. is a
1: beauty of post public school is because what is wrong with learning many multiple strategies on how to do math, you know? Cause I don't get it. Like I've really tried. <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's really hard for me. Then we can have a little study session. Um, But also it's like then you can also teach like for our oldest, John has the hardest time working with her on math. He teaches the strategy he's learned and it's up to her what she wants to choose at the end. And that's what the beauty of Common Core is. The teacher teaches many different ways, even the way we learned with the carryover. We still teach that. It's just people want to be like, common core sucks and we don't know. That's not true. That's not true. If you look at the standards, which I encourage families to do, it never says that you have to do one way of math. It's just the concept of how you understand.
3: Yeah, part of me is um, tempted to feel like I'm a lazy mom if I choose to send my kids to public school. So part of me doesn't want that fear of man to be on me, but... I just think it's the best arena for them to learn. That's just me. So, but I can also feel because, um, because I'm close with a lot of homeschool moms that, um, I'm a lazy am not as involved. Um, as yeah, mom as homeschooled.
0: Oh, well, I guess for both of you, how do you combat those emotions feelings? Cause I know you guys mentioned it. You don't want to feel less than because you're sending your kid to public school, Linda. And then for you in the future, Alyssa. So what, how do you preach to yourself? just high five each other be like
1: forget the rest of those folks <laughs> those those Stupid crazy homeschool folks. moms <laughs> those wackadoodles no, <laughs> just kidding. Those i think hippies no i think really though
2: <laughs> it's a sad thing we are though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're the weird ones homeschoolers oh, but sorry. i feel like
1: <laughs> with our my community of friends i feel like i'm the weird one which i never thought would happen where i'm the weird i feel like i'm not Normal. No, I feel like you're not normal <laughs> i feel like i should just be homeschooling because everyone else is doing around me but also it's like being around other christian public school moms and being like it's okay like what i told pam earlier it's you're not giving away your parenting job it's really not so you're you're still loving your kids you still have to help them They don't come home and then you're like, okay, let's just chill. Like, I'm going to call the government, take care of you. Yeah, no, I still am working with my child on math concepts and reading. And, you know, I'm doing all that hard work at home. It doesn't mean, you know, like you don't do any hard work because you just send them off. I feel like that's what I feel like some people think of what public school is. And Mm -hmm. like you're sending them to seizure. And I feel like like, some families are like that. Like, forget it, who cares? You're out of my house. Some
2: homeschool families are like that too, though.
1: Yeah, you you don't have to... I don't have to deal with you for eight hours. See you later. Which I feel like some days too. But
0: (laughs) (laughs) in general, it's like I... I feel like having well, I think, like chat once with a me? month, once a month, I'm like, you know what? You guys just need to go to public school. See I just how it is. See I just can't is. do this. You know, it, it, once a month I go cry. To Linda. I, I cry <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, you just need to go to public school. So, I mean, the temptation's still yeah. there. Not because I. First of all, don't call public
2: school a temptation because that makes it sound like sin. Oh, no. The temptation for <laughs> I'm me. I'm not offended.
0: I feel. The temptation for me is to say like, I can't do this anymore. Like mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. homeschool anymore. You need to go to public school. That's the temptation okay. sometimes.
1: Yeah. But then it wouldn't make your life easier a little bit either because you still would have to do the work. You know, even by you saying that makes it feel like you do more work than I work. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does that make sense? Wait, say that again. I wasn't listening. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Uh, by you saying that you're like, I'm done. I don't want to do it. I'm tired. I'd rather have someone else do it. It makes me feel like I'm doing less than you. Do you know what I'm saying? By, because you're saying, you know, you're like, you're like, I can't do it. I'm, it's so hard. Just go like to public that's school. a vacation.
2: Yeah. Well, parenting. as
1: opposed to me where it's like, I do it all day and then I have to do it again at home. You know, and I have a temptation to be like,
0: yes, I want so, a vacation. Yeah, to yeah. answer your question, I want a vacation and that's yeah. where I want to send them to public yeah. school. <laughs> so she's saying that makes her feel less than when you say that. Does that
2: make sense? Yeah. Because but- you're saying her life is a vacation
0: to you. No. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I and my sinfulness want to give someone else my job in my head. I'm like, I don't want to do my job in my sinfulness, so I just want someone else to do my job. Does that make sense?
2: Through sending them to public school, though. Yeah. Does
0: that? Does, does, does that? It, you what you? I see what you're Anthony? saying.
2: But I know. I, I know
1: Francis, so I feel like she's my buddy. So I'm like, I know what she <laughs> means. Know. I really do know what she means. Like interpret. Like do that. you know what I'm saying? yeah i feel like if well if you said that to anybody else that was like i mean she's like one of my closest friends so i know what she means i know what she means (laughs) but if she were to say that to a different public school mom i feel like that mom like would feel what i felt like it's like but i do hard work too and i you know what i'm saying i don't know am i francis
3: i don't think we're reading into so for the sixth time let's just clarify (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) you said okay sometimes you're tempted to mm-hmm. send your
0: kids to public school when you need a break because no, not when I need a break in my sinfulness, when I don't want to deal with like, wait, where's discipleship, PJ we need a- discipleship or math. That's Ruby's well, reason why, really why she always math. wants yes. Actually, Simples I don't really school. mind math, but because I don't want to deal with like discipleship issues as a mom, but if they're public school, discipleship issues for a public school so you're talking about the mom who sends the pub- this kid to the public school so yeah she won't have an opportunity to see the ins and outs that i have to see does that make sense
2: so you're saying it's less discipleship to send your
0: kid No, to public not school. necessarily. She could No, because she's going to have to do a ton of discipleship because when that kid comes home and says, "Hey mom, there's a transgender teacher." That's discipleship that I don't have to do.
2: So are you saying it seems easier, but it's not?
0: Does it seem easier, but it's not? It's different. I'm not saying it's easier. One's easier, one's not. I would say it's, it's different. It would change up your day and it'd be a different reality. Yeah. Yeah, you okay. just want a
4: change of scenery. Yeah, like
0: I don't want to, you know, like if Rock sins against me and he disrespects me. Then I'm like, oh, would I, in that moment, would I rather him come home and say, like, mom, like, you know, my teacher's um, getting reassignment surgery? Oh, I, let's talk about that. Like, yeah. let's sit down and let, that's hard, what I want. Yeah, I want this. those conversations as opposed to my son disrespecting me in that moment. Wow. That went circles oh, forever. 15 segment, right? Okay.
1: I could say this because I know Francis. She didn't, I know you didn't mean it. Like, in no, the I know. Like, I know. But I just want to, clarify and put that out there that and I'm glad you clarified thank you and I think just saying it like that you want a different reality for that moment. yes is, that, that's yeah. helpful there you go love you girl <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like we just had a counseling session
0: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I still don't know exactly what happened but we could explain later she change the
3: scenery
1: yeah there you go we
0: could explain later thank you for listening to our ramblings thank you Linda thank you for, for having me twice yeah thank you Yay. You're good. Oh, uh, you good. <laughs> MVP.
2: You see how she turned it around uh, and like attacked us. <laughs> oh, okay. Have me on every week.
0: <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to Kinship. Uh, please subscribe to our iTunes, whatever it's called. Uh, leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram. Leave us cute messages. And thank you again for hearing us out and thank you to Erin for the music for being our producer for Pam for all her audio genius work it's why she never talks because she's taking notes yes we've had comments of people wanting more of Pam but or that's Pam. part of the reason yeah so, and we echo those comments and thank you for our church family we love you thank you to our husbands thank you to John for thank you Johnny You're yeah the best. and yeah thank you again Bye. Bye.